When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Every day we read about cats, dogs, pets, mistreated horribly. And someone has got to be their champion, right? But how about when that champion is accused of hiring a hitman? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. She stepped in front of cameras to pose with miniature horses. Here we go. Or to give a soundbite for Nine News. And she actually did call out to the dog. But the latest snapshot of Jennifer Emmy was taken at the Jefferson County Jail. Jennifer Emmy, who also goes by Jennifer Edwards, is an attorney and founder of the Animal Law Center in Evergreen. She's accused of conspiring to murder her estranged husband's girlfriend. A lawyer? A lawyer who is the founder of the Animal Law Center in Evergreen. The last uh, camera shot of her is posing with miniature horses, speaking out about animal rescue. But her latest photo is a mugshot. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111 with me an all-star panel to break it down. First of all, family lawyer out of North Carolina, Kathleen Murphy at ncdomesticlaw.com. Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst to the stars, joining us, I guess, from Rodeo Drive there in Beverly Hills. You can find her at drbethanymarshall.com. She's also a star of a brand-new Netflix series, Bling Empire. Greg Smith, a longtime friend and colleague, special deputy sheriff, Johnson County Sheriff's Office in Kansas and the executive director of the Kelsey Smith Foundation at Kelsey'sArmy.com. Also with me, death investigator, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon and star of a new hit series, Poisonous Liaisons on the True Crime Network, Joseph Scott Morgan. But first, let's go straight out to Tyler Hunt, at CrimeOnline.com. Tyler, thank you for being with us. Who is this person? Who is Jennifer Emmy? Well, Nancy, Jennifer is a 43-year-old animal rights lawyer. She's uh, based out of Evergreen, Colorado. She focuses mostly on animal law. Wait, 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 wait. Slow it down, Tyler Hunt. Okay. She's an animal rights lawyer, correct? That's right. Then who pays her? Any idea well, how that repre- works? She she focuses mostly on animal law, a lot of uh, animal rights cases, but she's also 
pretty prominent in the media. She does a lot of uh, hits on TV, local Colorado stations. Uh, she also owns a ranch that uh, focuses on uh, animals too, and the ranch is called 14 Hands, and that also uh, has a legal arm to it, which is Animal Law Center. So sort of uh, very involved with animal rights and uh, and sort of fuses the law into that as well. Well, somebody's got to be paying the bills and it's not the cats and the dogs. Okay. That ranch doesn't come for free. That's a whole nother can of worms for me to investigate. But did you say Evergreen, Colorado, Tyler Hunt? That's correct. So just Southwest of Denver, uh, Jefferson County, and uh, it's located in the Rocky Mountains where she's She's located in sort of a wealthy area of uh, Evergreen, near Evergreen Heights and Estates. Just big properties, sort of multi-million dollar homes. And uh, the ranch did not know that. I know Evergreen is unincorporated. It's got a post office and a census designated area uh, in Jefferson County, Colorado. Um, Also, it's part of the Denver Aurora lakewood metropolitan area but you're telling me it's more rural tyler hunt yeah i mean evergreen itself has uh there is there is a metropolitan area but where the ranch is located is a little bit more of a remote area huge properties there's other ranches uh, in the area and uh, gigantic sort of multi-million dollar homes that they're generally well you know why tyler just a little fyi um evergreen became known for its uh, scenic landscape and getting close to nature. And it was a very popular getaway for stars on the silver screen like Greta Garbo, even Teddy Roosevelt. Um, Now it's a very, um, let me say, boho community known for its arts and creativity. And that is the background, the landscape for what we are talking about. And this is a woman, Kathleen Murphy. uh, You're a trial lawyer just coming off a huge win in court. Kathleen Murphy joining us out of North Carolina. It ain't easy becoming a lawyer. All right. You have to go to three years of law school. It's very intense. Then you got to get out there, get a job and hustle. If you're a trial lawyer like you, Oh, dear Lord in heaven, the stress is incredible. It's like being a modern-day gladiator in court, getting down, dirty, uh, sweaty, and bloody, duking it out with the (laughs) other side. This woman, now accused of hiring a hitman, is also a lawyer. What does that tell you, Kathleen Murphy? Well, Nancy, I, I think no offense to animal lovers. I'm a huge animal lover. But I don't understand. You know, I always noticed, you know, this is something for you to think about, Dr. Bethy Marshall, psychoanalyst. When somebody says, no offense, they're about to be very offensive. Or if they say, I don't want to be rude, they're about to be very rude. Okay, let it rip, Kathleen Murphy. I'm ready. How did she make money as a lawyer representing animals? I I just said that. You totally stole that from me. I know. I said, who's paying her? The cats and dogs? (laughs) That was my first thought. I I, I don't know if she's true. You and me both. Yeah. Okay, I'm learning that um she did a lot of fundraisers. Her personal Facebook page has public posts nearly all uh about fundraisers for animals. In other words, to pay the bills. So that's one way, Kathleen, I guess great minds work alike. Uh 
Yeah, how's she paying the bills? But it also tells me this, Kathleen, she's a lawyer. She had to take criminal law at least once in first year. She did. It's required. Uh, The bigger issue, Nancy, is I I presently represent somebody who was married to a lawyer. He had to wait approximately eight to nine years before he could even sit for the bar because there are moral codes and they have to approve somebody to sit for the bar. She obviously was approved to sit for this bar exam at some point in her life. Yeah, you know what? You're bringing back memories to me. I remember somebody who's super smart in law school had been busted with a joint or I can't remember what and really had a hard time getting to sit for the bar, which in itself is excruciating um, sitting for the bar. It's a multi-day process, eight hours a day. Um, I was so scared. I wouldn't pass the first time and I'd miss out on my first job. I didn't even get up to go to the bathroom the whole (laughs) session. I mean, I sat there when we got our lunch break, I ran, but uh, it's, it's hard to pass the bar after years and years of law school. You have to take criminal law in year one. You have to take criminal procedure. It's mandatory. So this is a woman that knows her way around the court system. So how does this woman, Kathleen, what did you say, Kathleen? Yes. I said supposedly she knows her way uh, around the court system. <laughs> yes, and supposedly. Just because she's set for the bar doesn't mean she actually can get through the court system. But she passed the bar and has been practicing and has done fairly well. And I'm looking at her right now. Not only is she smart, she's very attractive. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. So how does this woman who's on TV all the time and all of her causes running her ranch end up being charged with hiring a hitman? Take a listen to this. At first you heard Noel Brennan with Nine News. Now take a listen to Brian Mass at CBS4 Denver. Court documents say much of what Jennifer Emmy, who's also known as Jennifer Edwards, much of what she said was secretly recorded by the would-be hitman. I wish as an attorney sitting here, I could say that this is the exception, not the rule. Jennifer Emmy had testified before the legislature on animal rights issues. Welcome back to the animal view. And hosted an online show about animals. She established a nonprofit ranch in Evergreen to accentuate the bond between humans and animals. But this defender of animals now has to defend herself against serious charges, conspiracy to commit murder, stalking, and other charges. Successful lawyer, beautiful family, and currently in jail on a very serious allegation. Her lawyer said Emmy may have overreacted. Looked like the model family, and then all of a sudden, our husband trades her in for a younger girl. I don't think it would surprise anybody that Jennifer or anybody in that situation would probably be pretty irate. Overreact? Irate? Okay, let's just have a little reality check right now. Being irate or overreacting. Yeah, I overreacted when my husband loaded the dishwasher the other night, Bethany Marshall. I cook. He cleans up. That's the deal. Of course, I have to help him. But the next morning, I pulled out a coffee mug at the bottom. Nothing but broccoli. 
Okay, so I may have overreacted a little bit when I swallowed the broccoli the next morning, (laughs) but there's a big difference in overreacting and getting put in the can for hiring a hitman. (laughs) Nancy, I cannot tell you the number of times in my Beverly Hills office, somebody says, you know, I want to tell you something about my husband, but I don't want you to report me. And I'm like, you wish he was dead. And they're like, yeah, but just for the last 10 minutes, I, you know, later that day, I fell back in love with him again, meaning that these feelings of anger and um, wishing around should be transient and temporary. Taking that feeling, planning to murder somebody, calling a hitman, setting something in motion is taking it not just to a whole nother level, but it's really an indicator of a very sick twisted mind. I even wonder, you know, perhaps she lost her husband in the first place. Perhaps he perhaps he left her for a younger man because there was something very disturbed in her younger personality. Woman. Younger woman. I'm sorry, the other woman. He apparently left her just to rub salt in the wound. Uh not only for a younger woman, but I believe it was the family au pair. Okay. Yikes. That had to hurt. However, Nancy that is, is not a motive for murder. Go ahead. I have to jump in here. I have discovered that in an affidavit that was filed in this case at some point, Emmy's husband, Jennifer's husband, said he caught her cheating during the marriage. I'm not so sure how broken up. He says he caught really her be. cheating. I wonder if that's before Correct. her or after he left her for the au pair guys what's going on in this marriage and more importantly how does she end up doing a deal with a hitman just got morgan uh professor forensics have you noticed how often you think you're dealing with a hitman but actually they're a fed or they're the local uh gbi or cbi they're actually law enforcement or whoever you're uh contracting for the hit runs straight to police I mean, you got to be careful shopping for hitmen, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oops. I, I remember the first time I ever heard a recording of of a scheduled hit. I was still working, or uh, a proposed hit, still working in New Orleans, and I had a buddy that was working undercover. And he said, "You got to hear this tape." And it was a lady that had that had kind of let me give you the scenario very quickly. She had gone into a local biker bar, Nancy, and openly, openly asked, <laughs> is there somebody here that could kill my husband for me? And so, you know, there's a snitch in there. There's so a guy everybody goes. That, yeah, no, no, no. There's a guy in there that, that needed to get the cops off his back. He immediately went to his probation officer and said, can I get a lighter sentence? I want to tell you about this lady that's approached me for a hit. It's not somebody you find, certainly in the biker bar. It's certainly somebody you're not going to find, uh, well, old reference here, in the yellow pages. And, yeah, it's an easy way to get set up. And this is very serious. These are very serious charges. And, and, look, the cool thing about this is that most of the time when you approach the cops, and you get into their car, you got a recording device that's doing audio, and you've got videography. I love these cases where you have videography of these individuals, and as soon as they make that statement that you know makes them culpable in this event moving forward, and suddenly the cops open up the door and they say, you're under arrest, it's a shock of all shocks. You know, Greg Smith, Special Deputy Sheriff, Johnson County Sheriff's Office at Kelsey's Army.com. It's also amazing to me that 
a mastermind of a murder, and I'm using that term very loosely, would just approach somebody they work with or walk into a biker bar, as Joe Scott Morgan just described, and think these people are going to go along with their murder plan. The arrogance, the, 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 just the impudence of thinking just because you ask somebody to commit a murder, they're just going to go along with it. I mean, Greg, if somebody came up to you and said, Hey, I want to hurt, I want to murder my husband. Are you in? Of course you'd, you'd call the sheriff's office. So have you ever seen a scenario where a perp just assumes their cohorts are going to go along with their plan? I've seen a lot of TV shows that, uh, that go along that way. In fact, this, for some reason, that the series Yellowstone keeps running through my head when I look at every, all the facts of this case. But um, it's, I thought it was interesting that it's a, it's a ranch hand that she went to, but I haven't seen anything that indicates he had any kind of criminal background. So I don't know. Well, you're absolutely right. Yet again, Greg Smith. Strange why she would pick that person out. Yes, exactly. Guys, I want you to take a listen to our friends at CBS for Denver. Emmy had been in a messy split with her husband. And at one point last year, a ranch hand working for her told police Emmy asked him to, quote, take care of her husband's girlfriend. He told authorities Emmy asked him about, quote, taking her out. He recorded a call in which Emmy asked, quote, if he knew anyone who could help get rid of her, nobody will miss her. The ranch hand told police investigators he believed Emmy was serious. And investigators also say when they searched Emmy's computer, they found she had searched for, quote, how to get rid of the other woman for good. You know, leaving a trail a mile wide and someone that should know better This woman was a practicing lawyer. And as I said earlier, you can't get out of law school without taking criminal law, criminal procedure and constitutional law. Those are mandatory requirements just to get your beginner's license as a lawyer, much less get out there and practice. But that's what we are hearing. Let's take a listen. Following up on what Greg Smith from Johnson County Sheriff's Office had to say, take a listen to Gary Shapiro. An animal rights lawyer from Evergreen is accused of trying to have the girlfriend of her estranged husband murdered. Police say Jennifer Emmy had multiple people hired to murder, harass and surveil her husband, his girlfriend and other witnesses in her other criminal cases. Emmy has been charged with 16 felonies and 16 misdemeanors since January of 2020. stories with Nancy Grace. Police say Jennifer Emmy had multiple people hired to murder, harass, and surveil her husband, his girlfriend, and other witnesses in her other criminal cases. Emmy has been charged with 16 felonies and 16 misdemeanors since January of 2020. Okay, what do you make of that, Dr. Bethany Marshall? Well, I was just thinking about the fact that Emmy um, apparently had an affair of her own. And what I see in oh, my private practice. back to sex with you. <laughs> We've got a potential dead body and you want to rehash Emmy's affair. Okay. Well, the likelihood Go ahead. is that she was obsessed 
with the perception, the fantasy that her husband would betray her, would cheat on her. So she had her own affair to get even with him. I see this all the time in clinical practice where uh, you see a couple. Is that what you call revenge sex? Yeah, it's it's revenge sex. It's reversing the feeling of rejection. I guess it is. <laughs> Go ahead. It's reversing the feeling of rejection that you're constantly afflicted with into the other person and wanting them to feel how you feel. So this woman appears to have the profile of the stalker. She thinks he's cheating. So she goes and cheats. So then he leaves her. Then he then he takes off with the au pair. So then she stalks him and she wants to punish him. And the whole thing is just a downward spiral. Nancy, I was thinking of all the times I was in the I'm green room. I'm just sorry. I'm getting, I, I'm getting lost in, in, in what you're saying. The psycho, I'm not going to say babble. I'm going to say <laughs> rhetoric. Um, because let, let me understand this. If let's just say you catch your husband cheating. Why don't you just break up? Why do you have to then go find somebody to cheat with, then cheat with them in secret, and then arrange for the husband to find out you're cheating to punish them? Why don't you just break up and take half the money? Because the idea of problem solving, having a conversation, mutual dialogue is unthinkable. You hate. I didn't say anything about mutual dialogue. I said break up. (laughs) Why didn't Scott Peterson simply divorce Lacey? Once he started having an affair. Answering a question with a question. Okay. So bottom line, you see this woman who has it all, Bethany. Mm -hmm. She's got a law degree, the ranch, the uh, admirer. She's on TV all the time. She's a media and animal rights darling. I don't get it. Why not just break up? Nancy, what? I got it. I got it. Are you in. Dr. Bethany Marshall? <laughs> no, but I got, hey, this is actually, hey, this is actually in her field. I, I got to say this. I, I got to tell you, the this idea that I she, hear is this. Such, <laughs> she is such a lover of animals. And, you know, she goes on and on. She's on TV. She's talking about, oh, well, only we can defend the animals. What about what about the husbands? I, I don't I don't understand <laughs> this. How can you? How can you say, not you, I'm just you, the universal you, I don't see how you could say that you're this defender of rights uh, for animals, but yet you you could potentially have your own husband slaughtered. I wonder if she'd be willing to take a hit out on, on a puppy. I have it even better, guys. She was also investigated for choking her child. Did you say okay, so he, animals, was, he was animals? investigated? Animals give you unconditional love. They lick so you. Children. They, they, not always. What, what about when your child is two and the child says no? Well, I've got a theory That's for you, Dr. Love. Bethany Marshall. Okay. Um, let me see if I can say this in psycho talk, psychoanalyst not talk. Um, <laughs> what if the animals or everything around her were simply a means to an end? The animals, her husband, the child, the au pair, the everything around her were a, a vehicle for her own self-advancement. What if she didn't really love the animals? What if they were just a way to make a living and get donations and be on TV and everything she ever dreamed of? I mean, if you are you- willing to mm-hmm. murder a human, are you really that attached to other living creatures? 
Well, maybe you're suggesting uh, like the alcoholic who works in a bar or the predator, sex predator who becomes a teacher, that they organize their entire life around their preoccupations, their pathology, their obsessions, their addictions. I don't think that's, I don't think I had advanced that far, but go ahead. (laughs) She's hard for me to imagine she loved animals so much if she's accused of choking a child, if she is accused of hiring a hitman for a hit, but wait a minute, but everybody hold your horses. Maybe it wasn't just one hit. Take a listen to Noelle Brennan at Nine News. A 33-page arrest report details a relationship that unraveled. Since January of 2020, Emmy was charged in five separate felony cases. The arrest report says crimes included domestic violence, stalking, child abuse, and retaliating against people involved in her cases. The report says in November, a ranch hand who worked for Emmy in Evergreen told investigators Emmy had asked him to, quote, take care of her soon-to-be ex-husband's girlfriend. The report says the ranch hand played along and warned Emmy her husband might be killed, too. The ranch hand told investigators Emmy responded, quote, I'm inclined to kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. Emmy was arrested January 25th and is being held in jail on $3 million cash bond. Um, The woman is not insane. She's a practicing lawyer with a huge ranch and various animal rights nonprofits that she gets um, donations for. But she is saying, I'm inclined to kill two birds with one stone. In other words, I take that to mean Tyler Hunt reporting with CrimeOnline.com. She wanted to kill the husband and the au pair. That's correct. It originally started uh, about the au pair and uh, sort of merged into being okay with killing both of them. Uh, She talked to that original ranch hand who is uh, 28-year-old Timothy Lindsay, and uh, he's actually spoken to another ranch hand who is the former sniper that uh, Greg Smith mentioned. Uh, So the other ranch hand involved is Seth McCallum, but she's uh, actually spoken to two people about this uh, and, yeah, was targeting both the husband or both the ex-husband and the au pair at the same time. Uh, so, you know, you just can't get good help. You know, she goes to one ranch hand about committing a murder and then he blabs it to another ranch hand. You know, I've always said Greg Smith, uh, Greg Smith, special deputy sheriff, Johnson County Sheriff's Office and director of Kelsey's Army dot com. I don't believe in conspiracies. You know why? Because nobody can keep their app shut. It's just impossible. Somebody is going to talk to somebody. End of story. Do you agree or disagree? There you got the ranch hands uh, out in the uh, out in the uh, barn talking about a murder hit. Oh uh, yeah, well known book about Hell's Angels. Three can keep a secret if two are dead. Uh, I mean that's that's the way it is. Somebody always rolls when you get into one of these conspiracies, especially when. You've got something as bizarre as this one is. Well, you may wonder why I'm actually even smiling because I'm happy that nobody is dead yet. Thank God in heaven. But it was not for the lack of trying. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. To you, Tyler Hunt, CrimeOnline.com, a 33-page arrest report. 
uh, how many charges? Let's say we've got five separate felony charges. What are they? Uh, so she's been charged with uh, three separate counts, uh, solicitation of first degree murder, two counts of retaliating against a witness or victim, and three counts of stalking. Uh, that all sort of brings in some of the evidence that they found of her researching some of her uh, past clients or past people she's dealt with in the courtroom and judges, because um, they did find evidence of her researching people she had dealt with in the courtroom and uh, writing names down on, on notes of paper. Uh, so that's where those uh, charges come okay, in. Okay, wait a minute. That writing names down on notes of paper, my, my twins could do that. But you must go a lot further to get a felony charge. There had to be something written beside those names, like, I'm going to kill this one first, then that one second. I mean, to Kathleen Murphy, she's got five felony counts against her. Two of them, obviously, are for the hits. One on the husband, one on the au pair that he allegedly sleeping with. All right. Not judging. Then you've got retaliation against witnesses. Then you've got stalking charges. What do you make of the charges? Legit. I think she's going to go down. She said that there's not enough evidence that she's a victim, that she's been an advocate her entire life, and that this is all a mistake. She spoke when she was on steroids. That's exactly what she said. Yes, she's actually now saying she was set up and that she said all of these things when she was high on steroids. Of course, we all know voluntary use of drugs or alcohol. It's not a defense under the law. Take a listen now to our friend Keegan Harsha at Fox 31. And I strongly believe that when you rescue an animal, it rescues you right back. Jennifer Emmy made a career out of rescuing animals. The Evergreen attorney founded Colorado's Animal Law Center. But fast forward a couple of years. I'm the one that ends up getting charged. And Emmy is now in need of being rescued herself. I've always fought for the underdog and now I'm the underdog. Wait, how did this turn into her fighting for the underdog? Guys, the Evergreen resident and lawyer Jennifer Emmy, also known as Jennifer Edwards, arrested, charged with solicitation of first-degree murder, two counts of retaliating against a witness or victim, and three counts of stalking, according to an affidavit that has just been filed in the Jefferson County by the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. To you, Tyler Hunt, who was she stalking, allegedly? Uh, so this goes to the husband and the au pair. Um, they've told investigators that they've been living in constant fear due to the domestic violence incidents that have been going on. And they've said they've at times had to leave their home and go into hiding and said they frequently see vehicles passing with people taking photos. That's all in the affidavit. Uh, so it apparently has been going on for a while. There's also in the background of this, the uh, marriage uh trial that's sort of going on and she's claiming that all of this is uh an attempt to uh, wield a sword against her in that uh in that mm -hmm. marriage battle so it's uh, there's hmm. a bit of a backdrop too well there may be a backdrop but what i know is what i've heard on tape take a listen to our friend keegan harsha at fox 31 since january of 2020 emmy has been charged with 16 felonies in five different cases the crimes range from domestic violence and stalking to child abuse and retaliating against witnesses but no charge is more serious than conspiracy to commit murder i was set up and i have been repeatedly set up and all I can say is I want the truth to come out. Well, as Oscar Wilde famously said, be careful what you ask, my dear, for you will surely get it.
You want the truth to come out? The truth includes tape recordings of her allegedly asking for someone to murder her husband. Take a listen again to Keegan Harsha, Fox 31. Amy agreed to sit down with us inside the jail to tell her side of the story. Can you tell us about this murder for hire? I mean, what can you say about it? This whole thing is crazy. This whole thing is crazy. I don't want to hurt anyone. Things happen, but not, not the way... Not anything that's in the report. Did you want to kill him? Did you want harm to come? I, I don't want anybody hurt or injured. Of course not. But investigators saw it differently, arresting Jennifer Emmy on January 25th. She's now being held on a $3 million cash bond. I wouldn't be able to wait to play that in front of a jury, knowing full well that the judge will instruct the jury that one may immediately regret the deed, but that does not negate intent to commit harm at the time of the incident when she first bargained with someone to commit a double murder hiring a hit person the deed was done it's over with she can cry all she wants to and blame steroids and an autoimmune deficiency that does not negate what she said allegedly to the hired help of course this would not be the first time that a woman is hired to hit on her husband. Take a listen. Does the name Dahlia DiPolito ring a bell? Take a listen to our friends at ABC 2020. Terry Parker, investigative reporter for WPBF 25 News, covered the story. So this guy, Muhammad, walks into the Boynton Beach Police Station and he says, I know a woman who's trying to hire a hitman to kill her husband. She asked if I knew someone who can kill her husband for her. The man, Muhammad Shahadi, was recorded as he talked to detectives about his one-time lover, Dahlia DiPolito. He tells police he's speaking out to save the man's life. Are you scared for the guy? Yes, because she's really, I mean, dead serious on getting this done. It's quite a story, if true, because while he can describe Dahlia... She's maybe 5'6", five, 5'7", five, uh, dark, black hair. She's a good-looking girl. Really good-looking girl, actually. He can't even tell cops her last name or her address. Well, at the time, we didn't know what to believe. We were kind of, you know, weren't sure what we had. They had the reservations. They had to say, let's see some proof. To get proof, the cops make Muhammad a confidential informant. He arranges to meet Dahlia at this gas station. Cops are staked out as their mystery woman arrives. Well, I'm happy to report that the sting occurred before the hit went down, but the sting included pretending the hit went down and then informing the grieving bride. Take a listen to Police Sergeant Ramsey breaking the news to Dahlia DiPolito. Her husband is I'm dead. Sergeant Ramsey. I'm, I'm the one that called you. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry to call you. Listen, we had a report of a disturbance at your house and there were shots fired. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, ma'am. He's been killed. No, 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 he's, he's been killed, ma'am. No, Listen, no, no. Try to calm down. No, Listen, no, right now, what no, we, do, we need to get you to the no, We need to get you to the police station. I, we, I can't let you in, ma'am. We have to do our job. No, if you want to find his killer, okay? We need you to calm down. I'm going to need you to go with these detectives, okay? Does he have enemies? Is there anyone that would want to hurt him? Okay, who would want to hurt him? Witnesses said they saw a black male running from me. I can't let you see him, ma'am. Ma'am, I cannot do this right now. Ma'am, I can't do this. Detective I need you to take her to the station. I can't. Ma'am, go with these detectives. If you want to help your husband, okay? If you want to help your husband, you need to go to the station with these gentlemen. 
and tell us everything you know about who he knows, my who he's connected to. Don't worry, we've already taken care of dogs with animal control for right now. Everything's under control. It hurts to hear that, but keep in mind, it's all fake. As I discussed with ABC's Amy Robot. Listen. We know the cops are acting. What about Dahlia? Amidst all of that tremors and shaking of her body, there wasn't any real tears coming out of her eyes. They're crying. They're screaming. They're bending over Meryl Street, wherever you are tonight. Don't worry. You're safe. They hustled Dahlia off to this interrogation room for questioning. Another recorded moment. Are you sure that you don't know anybody who want to kill your husband? You wouldn't want to kill my husband. Not at all. It's almost like something out of law and order. There's no more games with you and I. Now we're going to get down to serious business. They got down to serious business in the end. DiPolito convicted. Of course, while she was out on house arrest, she managed to get pregnant and have a baby. Don't know how that happened. She's not the only one. Take a listen to ABC7 News Chicago reporter John Garcia. We're talking about Tina Jones and a dark web murder for hire plot. Jones was having an affair with the intended victim's husband who she worked with. She used the relative anonymity of the dark web to hire a company called Sicilian Hitman International to kill his wife, all from her quiet suburban displays apartment. But a network news organization investigating the dark web stumbled onto the plot and reported it to Woodridge police. Without their bringing this evidence to law enforcement's attention, who knows how this case would have ended up. She admitted that she had access to Hitman website. Investigators found evidence of Bitcoin payments and communication between Jones and the Hitman website on her laptop. SicilianHitman.com. Really? You think the FBI aren't monitoring that site uh, minute by minute? These women were talking about real money, but in the case we're talking about right now, uh, animal rights activist and lawyer Jennifer Emmy out of Evergreen, Colorado, she was talking about $100,000. Tyler Hunt, CrimeOnline.com, after discussing the hit could cost up to a hundred grand, Emmy allegedly said, quote, the money would not be a problem. And the informant said he believed she was serious. Investigators also allege Emmy searched online for how to get rid of the other woman for good. So we don't have to worry about the money, I guess, because she was willing to pay a hundred grand for the hits. That's correct. She also looked up uh, how to cover her tracks online and how to evade uh, law enforcement. So she definitely uh, was thinking about after the fact as well. And uh, yeah, she she definitely had a plan in mind. You know, it's hard to ignore computer searches like that, Joe Scott Morgan. Yeah, Nancy, it is difficult to to ignore uh, a computer search like that. You know, I mean, we're we're also tuned in nowadays, in particular, uh, with uh, things like Google searches and you know what you put in, because anybody could be looking. And listen, the, <laughs> the idea of you know when you mentioned the Sicilian hitman, I, I remember this case, and I thought even back then, uh, who who in their right mind would actually seek out a group of people like this that uh, would be offering these kind of services because it's going to be surveilled. And there are key words that can go into this. And, you know, when you 
once you develop information in an investigation, say, for instance, in the case of this woman that's trying to have the au pair killed and, of course, her soon-to-be ex-husband, if you can get that solid information where she's stating something and then you follow that up with kind of a retroactive investigation, go back and look through all of those logs and all the things that are kept in her searches, it's damning evidence, Nancy. As of right now, where a defense attorney might like his client to have said, I didn't do it, she has said that it's all because of the steroids. Now, they're locked into those statements. Remember, those statements were made to the press, to the media. The Constitution can protect you sometimes against what you say to cops, but not what you blab to the press. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. 